Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Well, hello and welcome to yet another edition of Lynn I'm still alive. It is December 9 in the god-awful year of our Lord, uh, 2020. And um, I'm hoping that my friend Sally Wigan is on the line. Sally, are you there? No. She's always a little late. I promised Sally today, and I'm always late. (laughs) I mean, seriously, always late, which is so funny because, you know, when you're in television (laughs) or radio and you're on a show – it starts at a specific time, and there's no such thing as as being uh, late. So let me quickly just text her to just make sure. Uh, okay. Um, but that's Sally. She's sort of a whirling dervish of a person and um, a lot going on in that prodigious brain of hers. And it is prodigious. <laughs> so... I will we'll wait. Okay, Sal. Sally. Who's got a prodigious brain? You. Oh God, yes. I, I, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't even know if I ever did, but I'm, I'm sure I don't now. I, I mean. No, 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 no. Listen, it is true that as we age, you know, Bill, my brother, wrote that whole book about, about it called Losing It, as he began, as he felt his brain sort of drying up um it does it happens that our brains literally dry up like it, our skin and everything else so yeah it's not as prodigious as it once was but it started so far ahead of other people's brains that i think you're still pretty damn smart god you're sweet not nearly as much as you are but oh uh, wait wait he wrote another book when did he write that book what do you mean he's that that's an old one losing it i'll give it to you it's funny it's funny. And he has another one just out, but um, I haven't seen it. It's only on, uh, what is it? You can only do it on Kindle. And I, believe it or not, don't have an iPad or a, I have not the ability. Why? It's shorter. It's my, my you don't mother have an has. IPad? Why don't you have an iPad? Uh, well, I had one once. It was given to me by my sister. Um, it was like her old one or something and you know what she I gave use it to my me. iPad do you know what I use my iPad for I Games. use it as my my no I use it as my television because I have oh, okay it's a commercial if I say I have Xfinity I have Xfinity <laughs> and I stream and I literally can watch all of my television in the kitchen without having to buy a TV that's yeah. what I use as my TV when I'm in and then I now have decided I don't use my library which I don't, you know, I, I literally, my dining room table is full of stuff and meet my two. I'm sitting at my dining room table full of stuff. God forbid anyone should do that instead of use, well, cause it's a bigger desk. Desk can't. It's a desk and I don't have a desk. I mean, I do sort of upstairs, but that's not a desk I want to go to. I want to be in my, Yeah. It's in my, yeah. it's, it's the thing. 
And and if um, you know, if we were in a day and age when people were coming for dinner, um, God, I'd have a lot of clearing off to do here. But you just, you this just is clear it off and stack it up somewhere. Yeah, but this is where I've been doing the show um, ever since. Well, March. Well, so I it has my favorite book that he. Oh, I'm interrupting you. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You can clearly see that I have. I don't talk to people enough. So I have lost the art of not interrupting. Not that I ever had it, but I, 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 at least I had a semblance of knowing not to do it. And now I get so excited about being able to speak to another human being, even if it's on a phone, I can't, I can't be. Yeah. You know, I interrupt all the time and it's one of my worst qualities. And I note it all the time. And I mean, I, anyone who listens to this show knows I do it and it's awful. Um, it, you know, finishing other people's sentences. So, well, yeah, I think it's because you, working so fast you can't stop it. Yeah, and you want to fit. You know, where so, you, you're quite sure you know what the person who's talking is going to say that you blurted out. What an obnoxious quality! Actually, you know, I have a friend who does that. I do. Yeah. And, and but this, but sometimes she finishes it, it wrong. And I don't yeah, mind right. it right, but when she finishes it wrong, I get this off. Oh, did I right. Sorry, I didn't mean to swear. I didn't mean hey, to hey, swear. Hey, 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 you can swear. And we want to see if Sally can get through this hour without saying, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> don't, don't, don't try. I mean, I'm serious. In the back of that prodigious brain, will you just squirrel that away? Because Sally has a... A very, it's a very female quality, but you have it uh, as a particular affliction. You apologize <laughs> constantly. Speaking of speaking of females, did you see Forbes list top one hundred uh, list of women, uh, uh, powerful women? Uh, they're having their big uh, due today. It's going to have to be virtual. Came out this morning. Uh, and guess who was on it on the top of the list again? I think it's been she's been the person on top of the list for several years now. And the guy. From OK, Florida wait, but tell me who's whose list again? Are you saying I didn't hear that part? Forbes. Whose list? Forbes. Oh, Forbes. Forbes. OK. List of the most 100 most powerful women. And they have another list of the 50 over 50. Because a lot of these women are over 50 and a number of them, quite a number of them are over 55. Does it have women in the United States or in the world? No, in the world. And guess who's number one of the entire list? Angela Merkel. Yes. <laughs> what? What? Yes. 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 Yeah, sure. Yes. And she's she been at the top of that list for quite some time now. She's amazing. She's exemplary. She actually filled the <clears throat> void that was left. By us. Global leadership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Sally, Sally's been, I've, I've told people that you have been being such a great friend in my, in my uh, invalidism or whatever it is, and, and have been walking my dog often. And um, so when Sally came to get the dog yesterday, we, I said, let's try to do an hour in which we don't talk about what we always talk about. I don't think that's is, possible. 
Well, that's what you said. I don't think that's possible. Anytime I talk to anybody, that's what we're talking about. And need I say what I'm talking, what we're talking about? It, it'd be either pandemic or uh, or uh, Trump. Okay, those are the two huge topics, and invariably they're the topics that I'm talking about during this show. And you know. I'm sick of it. But when you said, I don't think we can do it, after you left, I thought, my God, I really think we've forgotten how to just talk about, you know, everything else in the world. Like have a conversation for an hour and not talk about that. But that's restricting freedom of speech. Oh, There's no freedom of speech on my show. Let me argue argue this point. For a lot of people who have been either shut in, they're watching, but they're not in two-way communication. They're watching and listening to other people talk. And, And I'm one of those people. And so now you are restricting me I've not been able to talk about all of this to another human, even though I'm talking to you over my phone and the radio waves. And so sometimes I have observations that are, that I utter into the ether because like today in the car, I was so excited. I realized. Mm -hmm. What? What? You're going to start talking about, you're going to, okay, go ahead. No, no. I realized that I, if I got up and just threw some clothes on, that I could go to the senior hour at a certain, <laughs> can I say the name of a grocery store? Can I say sure. it? Sure. Yeah. Trader Joe's. They have and a I senior go hour? The, I go to the one yeah. in McCann. So I haven't okay. been to the senior in a while. And I thought, oh, quick, quick, quick. Let's get to it. She pooped really quick. I mean, my dog, not me poop really quick. I'm like, get her to poop really quick. I got to poop. And so, so, uh, 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 and then, and, and, and so then, and, and I got her, I threw her in the car and then I took her to her favorite urinary, urine, 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 urine state, whatever you call it, where she urinates. Where, where, where she pees. Like, yeah. Right. Well, see, she marks, she's, she's like a dude. She marks like, you know, yeah. cause she's a real alpha female. But anyway, so, so we, we arrived at eight 30 and, and in the, hour is from nine from eight to nine I and then I did sort of hoarding I bought all my organic oat cereal I bought a bunch of my my organic cereal bars like bunches of them I was so excited and I got in in 20 minutes and I thought wait I think I can go to that other grocery store and get back in time you know to feed her and and get everything unloaded and be ready to go on the show. And I was, I was all so excited about that. And so, but then I'm listening to a, an early morning radio show on my way to Trader Joe's, not early morning, but to, to Trader Joe's. And they were talking about how difficult this is to explain to kids and, you know, and math and everything. And I started thinking about the greatest generation. So I'm not talking about <laughs> I started thinking about the greatest generation. <clears throat> yeah. They went through a depression that yep. makes our great recession and what like, 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 you know, like a party. 
that's that's an exaggeration, but it was awful. And then they entered a world war. And who knew? I mean, you look what the British went through. And then let's pull up the Holocaust. And those some of those people are still alive. And we have the gall to complain about wearing a mask and staying inside. I'm not discounting the millions who have died. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. It is extraordinary. This is once in a century. But those people withstood horrors also. And, and we need to put it in perspective. That's all I wanted to say. Don't okay. you think that's a good observation? I think it's a great observation and uh, well done. But you screwed up my thing where we weren't going to talk about it for an hour. All right. We, uh, we won't talk about it anymore. <coughs> so, so, okay. So what, what, okay. what are we okay. going to talk about? Oh, heck. Okay. Okay. Um, no, no, no. Um, I've got an email here from <clears> – <throat> excuse me. I have an email here from my um, – my constant, uh, uh, what is it, listener for decades and decades. He now lives in Malaysia. Really? But uh, unfortunately, Bree, his name, Bree, Bree, you two are doing what Sally did. I don't want to talk about this crap today. I'm sorry. He's talking about vaccines. I do not want, Bree, love you, but no. I want to try to see if we can. You know, do this. Sally, I never introduced you, and I'm, I'm sure everybody knows who you are, but just in well, case. that's not true, because if you have listeners in Malaysia, they may not know who I am. Well, he would, because he's originally from here a million years ago, so he would know you as well. I'm going he to went to Co- in, in, you in know, September. What? What? I'm going to Borneo. I'm going to the part of Borneo that's part of Malaysia in September. Did you know Borneo, part of it's Malaysia, part of it's Indonesia? No, I bet Bree does, but I want to ask you. I think I'm right. You're already making, wait a minute, you're already making travel plans? Well, yeah, I mean, I get my, if I can't go next year, then I go the next year. But but I've laid my money down. But by September, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to do it. So... Okay, I know you've been in many exotic locales, but uh, what's uh, pulling you to Borneo? Orangutans. Okay. And sun and sun and sun bears. I love sun bears. They have long tongue, and it's awful what they're doing to sun bears. They are they're they're one of the trafficked animals by these cartels, yeah. and they and they. You know, I'm not even going to go into what they do. No, to don't. Them. It'll upset me. Don't. don't. It will. You know what with orangutans? You mentioned orangutans. Can we just stay there? I have always pronounced that orangutan. Like it's I know, but (laughs) but when people say it, doesn't it sound like orangutan? They do say, and I used to say orangutan. I'll admit it, and it isn't. It's orangutan, and it may be orangutan. I don't know orangutan. Well, so what? When you say it, it's not. So say it, say it, say it like you say it. Orangutan. You're going to. Okay, orangutan. orangutan. It doesn't sound right because everybody says orangutan, which brings me to jaguars. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, that makes me freaking nuts. 
I mean, we have people, we had anchors that would say Jaguar. And I said, where does it, where is it spelled? W-I-R-E. And it's, it's one of two things. I went on, you know, you, you listen, get the, pronun- the pronunciation. Pronunciation. Online. Yeah. There are two ways. There are two ways. One of the Brits pronounce it Jaguar. Jaguar. Yes, right. Jaguar. But others pronounce it Jaguar. It's right. not Jaguar. It's Jaguar. What is that? What is Jaguar. that? <clears throat> is it? Is I don't know. it? Um, we we just we just mispronounce so much in this everything. Thing. But I think Myron Cope said Jaguar. Do you think it was a yeah. way of being of being disrespectful in a way to not call them by their name? You know, like calling you know the Bengals the Bungles. Is it a way of just, or is it just what? How no, can I've you look heard, at J A G U A R and say wire? I've heard a lot of people from different areas of the country with different, uh, uh, one of the, uh, um, one thing that used to drive my mother crazy when we moved to Alabama is people said uh, insurance. Yes. It's insurance. They go insurance. And it's influence, not influence. It's influence, but it's insurance. Who says Influence. It's but insurance. No, it, was not, it, was, it was another, she would compare the two. She would say it's insurance, not insurance. She would say it's influence, but not insurance. She would say one is that. <laughs> one is Your mom and I are very much the same in these regards. But in the Pittsburgh area, there's a lot of putting uh, uh, the, uh, what's the word, the stress on the, what I think is incorrect syllable. And, 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 and so like yeah. when you say, I think around here, do they say insurance? I don't know. I mean, it could I be think, because it's not just a Southern thing. It may be an Appalachian thing. And there, there's maybe. part of Pittsburgh accent that I think arises from Appalachia because of our, the proximity to yeah. West Virginia. I don't know. I, you know what? I, I know that you at some point have had linguists on, they talk about the origin of the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. what they call the yins or accent. And, 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 and I know other, other radio shows have done it, so I don't want to beat a dead horse. I hate that term, beat a dead horse. That's awful. I I'm know, it's awful. Conjures up horror. I, I watched Black, watch Black Beauty on Disney. I can't. I can't. It's a, no, 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 no. No, the, the, the new one is really it, – it, it, it got a splat. It didn't get a tomato. But it's still, and, and, and they, they, it's supposedly a Mustang now because they, they Americanize it. And I looked at it and I went, that's not a Mustang. That's a thoroughbred. And so, so then I went online and I read an, a review by a writer for Horse Nation and she had the same thing. So she looked and in fact, they did use four different thoroughbreds, but it still made me cry. But then I went, I, I said, you know what? I'm going to watch the 1994. And there are a lot of British actors that have become very famous since then who are in this film. And it's more, it's, it's closely based on the, the Anna Sewell. And what that book is about is animal welfare and, and the treatment know, of animals. I know. That's but why no, I can't no, bear no, it. No, no but, but you know what? I couldn't, but, and, and, but in the end, but, but, but 
And I, it, interesting, I cried more at the 1994 one than I did the, the, the current one. Mm-hmm. But if you love horses like I do, and, mm-hmm. and I, you know, and, and horses are my lumber t- number two animal. I have a list of my animals, my favorite animals. It's now 20. I now, am, I expanded it to 20 because I needed to put koalas on that list. Okay, so, number one. Uh, number one, elephant? Elephant, elephant. Yeah. I thought, okay, number one, elephant. Yeah. Yeah. Horses are, are horses are next. African painted dogs are next. Uh, they're amazing. They're highly social. They take care. Wait, of what about old... regular ordinary old dogs? Well, not on the list. Yes, of course they are. But African painted dogs, then next are wolves. And then next are dogs. Then you get and to the dogs. When, when we went to, well, when we went to Yellowstone, our naturalist said, you know, Dogs are just wolves. It's Canis lupus familiaris. Dogs are basically just wolves. It took a couple of prototypes, but now they are believing that there were types of dogs 11,000 years ago, even before any other animal had been domesticated, they had developed. But now Europe, it was an article, I should send it to you. It was an article on CNN today. There were, Europe now, the DNA is all the same. They may sure. look different, but their DNA is exactly the same. That's not yeah. quite true in the Middle East and in Africa and in Asia. Hmm. Those DNAs are still somewhat different. But I knew this from, from uh, things that I had read, God, six or seven years ago. Dogs either chose to follow humans wherever they went or humans took dogs wherever they went. So I say dogs did it. Dogs domesticated us. Well, no, no. Actually, that's what they did. And that's what these studies at Smithsonian Magazine that I sent you, it's clear that there are studies about what influence, 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 wait. Influence. Now, influence. For what God's influence. sake. I, I know. <laughs> what influence dogs had on us. Yeah. Uh, uh, and there are, there are those who believe that dogs domesticated themselves. Uh-huh. Wolf-type canids. And actually, African-painted dogs are canids. They're a canid. Uh, whereas hyenas are not a canid. They are not related to dogs at all. But African-painted dogs are. Okay. And Sally, that, I'm going wild. to... Inter- I'm going to interrupt. I have a few little things. I got, we got a caller. Hang on a minute, caller. And I got a ton of email. Okay. Gigi said, and I missed it. Gigi said, ha, she just said, I'm sorry, but she made it to 14 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I'm going to. You got me going about animals and I went. Okay, um, Bree, writing from Malaysia, says, don't forget Brunei is also on Borneo. Oh, it is. That's right. And, and, is Bru- and Brunei is an independent uh, principality, isn't it? Or a state? I, I don't know. I can't Brunei remember. has an emperor, I think. Isn't he the richest, one of the richest people what? in the world? It, the it, emperor it, it, of Brunei? Oh, I, think, I think it's a sultan. Is the it sultan. A sultan. You're right. The sultan of Brunei. Sultan. Yes, he is. I think right. Yes. No. Okay. Um, hang on. Uh, Roger says, I'm from the Washington, D.C. area. I lived there from birth to 94. Down there, we always said Jaguar. I thought James Bond pronounced it weirdly. 
because he said Jaguar. Myron's Bungles was intentional. Well, of course. And at the time, the very talented Bengals bungled all of their opportunities, right? Um, yeah, yeah, for decades. So Jaguar is a, whatever. Uh, Bree also writes, as East Malaysia is off limits right now, I have been to Sarawak. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right before. Borneo is amazing. And he goes on, I don't know what any of these places are. Sabah has a lot of COVID cases, so we're not allowed to go over there, hopefully next year. I do want to go back to Kota Kinabalu. I wrote an encyclopedia entry for Brunei's media earlier this year. Wow, you have an amazing audience. Oh, my heaven. Well, isn't that wonderful, though? So if you want to know stuff about Borneo, I'll give you Bree's email. Uh, yeah. Well, well okay. Here's so a, here, here. No. Well, here's Doug is saying mis, mispronounced words. His is Tijuana. Ah, I just mispronounced it according to him. It's Tijuana, not Tijuana. No A. It's T I J U A. J T I J U A N A. Tijuana. Oh God, it isn't Tijuana. It's Tijuana. No, he's right. And he is right. That's what I know he's right. Like, Thank you. I'm going to call it Tijuana from now on. I am. And oh, people are oh, we have. Okay, let's get it. Let's let our caller in. I'm sorry if the caller is still there or is just annoyed and hung up. Hello. Hanging in there, Lynn. Way to go. Hey, uh, hi, Lynn. Hi, Sally. You know, Sally, coming from, coming from America, they might not let you in. That's right. Well, there, no, there is that. I, I, I know right yeah. now I can't go. I don't think I can go to Zimbabwe. I plan to go to Zimbabwe next year. I've gone before, and I was supposed to go in August and, and of this year, and, of course, that was canceled. There, no, there are places that won't let us in, but let, let's see most. how the vaccinations go. Yeah, most places, and, and, I, and I get that. And so I, I'm all of these deposits that you put down that travel companies are being very understanding and about and, can't, and, and getting your money back. Being, yeah. Being well, yeah. Well, I was supposed to go to India for the third time this March. It was moved to 2022. It was. Yeah. No, actually we were going to go. No, no, we were going to go March of, yeah. of, of 2021. It's now moved to March of 2022. But okay. don't you get nervous when you caught Sally far ahead? I'm sorry. Sally. The call is on. Yes, I'll shut up. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Touche. Sally, Sally, I want to run two things by you, but before I do that, you, you probably know this. L.C. Greenwood. What does the L.C. stand for? Ooh. Oh God, I, don't, I don't remember. Oh. Um, but you know what? I adored him. I he was wonderful. Him. Yeah, we can't I, answer that question, but do you know? Oh, my Paula? God, I don't know. No, do I know? don't know. That's, no, that's, I've never well, anybody just, heard well, him call him by his I, name. Just Google it. But, I'm sure it'll be there. And speaking um, of Google, hmm? um, speaking, speaking of Google, Sally, did you ever mm-hmm. see on YouTube the guy that plays the piano for the elephants? I have seen that. Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. It's yeah. cute, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's adorable. I, I think they're Asian elephants. I do. I, I think they're Asian elephants. Uh, yeah, I have seen that. And 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 okay. And one, one last 
one last thing. Did you ever see Animal Planet, Orangutan Island? No, I've heard of it. I've, I, I, well, I may have because I used to watch Animal Planet a lot. Um, 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 I have. I. Um, I haven't. Uh, is is it, wait? Is it is is it in Borneo or is it uh, um, is it a place where that's a refuge for them? Well, it's a I refuge, but it's in Borneo. It's in what Borneo. Yes. Yeah. They take orphan baby orangutans, yeah. and then they you know teach them how to go back out into the woods. You got to watch this, Sally. I thought it was one of the best shows on TV. They got these orangutans. One's called Sheriff Daisy. Another one's Chen Chen. The leader of the gang is a guy named Hamlet. But uh, I, and they they just you like know what? follow You're these. Reminding little... me that I have I have seen it. I'm going to see if it's still on. It probably isn't. But actually, it, I, it, it's funny. I mean, it's good that you brought that up. We are visiting that rehabilitation site and going to do a little bit of work with them. So I'm excited. Yeah, about I think that. it's something like Nuaro Mende, something like that. Yeah. There are yeah, men yeah. day. Okay. Hey, guys. Can I break what? in? No. Because you first brought this up. It's Go about Elsie Greenwood. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Elsie doesn't, was not his name. He was, <laughs> he was born Henderson Greenwood. And, um, uh, he told Roy Blunt that uh, L.C. stood for Lover Cool, but later no. insisted that the letters didn't stand for anything. How in the world what was his original that? name? Henderson. Henderson oh Greenwood. So he would say his name was L.C. Henderson Greenwood. That's what Wikipedia says his name is, but... Um, I don't know. He lived right well, around the corner. Right around the corner from me. Oh, yeah. what? Yeah, he had a beautiful home there. Yeah, beautiful I home. I used to, I used to see him often. We shared the same uh, chiropractor, and Elsie was so much so crippled. Yeah, we'll have to start you calling know. you LC Lynn. Well, that's true. Maybe it's answer Lynn Cullen. Lynn Cullen. Oh, that's, that's that's very fun. His hands. All right, will you nasty. check out that Animal Planet, good. Sally? And I'm hanging out. I Goodbye. Will, I will. I will do that. Thank you so much for reminding me. I will find it. Great. Okay. There. See. You're doing very well with the not apologizing. By the way. I didn't even know that I did. No, I didn't know that you did either, but like when I told you to be quiet because we had a caller and you just sort of, and he, you said, I'll, I'll try or something. And he, he said something. I thought, oh, here, she's going to say, I'm sorry. And you didn't. Well, it's not, so that's, it wasn't conscious. It wasn't. Conscious. No, it's just great. Well, good. So maybe whatever. Um, Paul writes, I'm loving the fact that you and Sally are doing your best not to talk about that crap that everyone tends to. Well, it's sort of overwhelming our lives. <laughs> There's a reason we always are talking about this. He says, I woke up this morning to find a Portageon right in front of my house. 
listen, if that's the worst of your problems, okay. The city has just begun work on sewers. I, I went through that earlier during the pandemic. And I am the blessed one with this crap in front of my house. How horrible is this, Paul? In the scope of what people are dealing with, it doesn't even rate. I like Porta Johns. <laughs> you can, and you know what? At fancy golf tournaments, they have the most amazingly beautiful um, um, Porta Johns. I was fascinated. I wanted to spend time in it. It was amazing. God Almighty. You know, I did not ever introduce you. Sally. Okay. We're halfway through, and I still haven't introduced you. Sally Wigan was a ubiquitous, I said was, a ubiquitous, what would be the word? Somebody who's always there. Ubiquitous fixture on uh, Pittsburgh television for 40 years. Almost. You know what? It's funny. It says 38, but it was from 1980. 80. It was 1980, March. Yeah. And I retired in December. December. Of 19. No. No, of 20. 2018. 2018. Of 18. Oh, so yeah, it's so technically, so technically it was 38 and a half years. You round almost, up. Over 38. Yeah, over 38. Yeah, round so up. Almost 39. Almost 39. Almost four almost decades. Well, almost oh, four yeah. decades. So, um, so how you like in your retirement? Not that it's a normal one because of. I love it. I know. Yeah. I, I really love it. Yeah. Oh my! You know I do, and 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 my brother-in-law said you were so less stressed. He said you yeah. used to just start screaming about things, mm-hmm. and now you don't do that as often. Although I started screaming about how about the Greatest Generation and how they knew how to suffer. No, but and, listen, and I mean, it's well. a it's it. Look at that's a comparison uh, that is pretty hard to ignore, and exactly. I have. I have said that um, as well. Uh, to, I bet you have. But, yeah. but, but let's Mer- not go down. We're not going to talk about that. But no, no, no. no. It was, it was it, it's just that it was, it is not a business in which it's easy to become older. And, and I mean, particularly, <laughs> particularly, no, particularly on the local level, surprisingly. On the local level, it's actually, I think, more difficult to get older. Um, um, and, and, um, I, probably because of the, you know, the demographics in local television, local television, because I think they skew older for, uh, um, national television, but, 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 uh, uh, and, and things have changed in the last five years or so, but so Not for was, the better. Uh, um, but I would have to tell you that, that mm. it was one of the reasons, I mean, I'm very grateful to everything that happened. Uh, um, because of the business, but honestly, it was never my first choice. 
So when I, I'm always sort of odd. I, I, I look at these people who, when they're little girls, want to be anchors. And I, I, number one, I used to correct them, say, no, you want to be a journalist first. Then you can be an anchor. There you and go. I would, I would, when we would have high school students come through. But I would look at the people with whom I worked who were younger, oddly, like, you really love this, don't you? And, and it was kind of because what I loved was zoology. And secondly, what I loved was sports. I right. wanted to be in the Olympics. I just wasn't good enough. So my, my two loves, and, and so I was, I eventually got to do a lot of stories about conservation. And, and sports. And, 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 and then, sports. thanks to WTAE and a woman named yeah. Debbie Cassini Klein, I got to start here. doing sports. Yeah. And I, and you know what? Yeah. And, and, and I also got to, I, but I, I covered the penguins when they won their first Stanley cup. So even before that was 91. So I started the Steelers in 93, but I covered some of the playoffs, uh, the, the, um, mm-hmm. the, the playoffs with the, uh, when the pirates and Jim Leland made what three runs at the world series and, and three years in a row. Remember, I, I think they lost three years in a row twice to once to no wait who was it once oh i don't give a shit excuse me hey i can't remember but but twice to atlanta i think i you know they i know what it was once to cincinnati i covered that that and then i i covered the uh uh, um anyway it's beside the point so yeah Yeah. i love but my my love was zoology and i just didn't i just didn't want to to risk taking calculus and and statistics, knowing that I would not have a high enough grade point to be able to get into a, a fabulous graduate school or vet school. So that's all this animal stuff. That started when I was two years old. I think well, how wonderful one- that you've, you've gotten to in so many ways, you know, do that. It's just wonderful. Hey, I yeah. wanted to get into another story. Remember that amazing story? Um, when we found out that this treasure that had been buried somewhere in the Rocky Mountains, do you rem- do you remember this this guy? I know all about this. You know why? You know why? We were in the area when the pandemic. I was in Yellowstone. I was in right. Yellowstone, and one of our guides, um, um, his name, he told us the whole story, and he said he was looking for it. And he was one of the people looking. A, well, yeah, and, and he's, he's a wonderful guide, and he's a biologist, and he wrote this book, Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Park, Kurt Johnson. It was a field guide, and we, we talked about it. And so our conservation, our conservation uh, um, curator and education, Margie Marks, when this came out, she got in touch with us and Kurt got in touch with us all. And we had been talking about this and all okay. of us talking about they were going to look for it. And now it's not. okay. I just want to inter- interject for those who don't remember that this is something done by a, uh, by a guy uh, named Forrest Fenn, F-E-N-N, who is now a uh, deceased. He actually died just in September, but he had uh, buried a treasure trove of jewels and pre-Columbian artifacts and worth, they think, you know, like up to $2 million. Who knows? Who knows? And he wrote a memoir called The Thrill of the Chase. 
And that was written 10 years ago. And that's what got people looking. Because in the thrill of the chase, he provided clues to where he buried this treasure trove. And the clues came in these verses of a poem he wrote. Mm -hmm. Very Mm -hmm. cryptic, very cryptic stuff. The New Mexico police begged him to call off the hunt seven years into it because people were dying. Dying. In pursuit it's not funny. of I it. Why did I yeah, I know, I know. They were fighting, and he, he would not. Well, anyway, the person who found it has been uh, unmasked. And it is a 20, no, excuse me, a 32-year-old <clears throat> medical student <coughs> from Michigan. Who had, um, he says, has a lot of student debt, (laughs) so he ain't going to be hanging on to it. He's going to be selling it and retiring uh, his his debt. Uh, He said, did you uh, see that this woman is suing? Yes. And the reason he became right, some woman um, hunter in the face. I know some jerk of a of a person, this woman in Chicago, right? This guy's name became known because of a lawsuit which she um, has uh, inst- instituted, instigated uh, in in federal court against the deceased guy who who buried it and the medical student who found it. And she says, her name is Barbara Anderson, said, after she had spent several years painstakingly deciphering the poem and scouting out the general location, someone hacked her cell phone and stole proprietary information that obviously led them to the treasure. So she's saying he stole, hacked her phone, used all the brilliant stuff she'd figured out, even though that this guy's been obsessed by it too and been doing his own work. Do you believe that? No, yeah, well, yes, I do. And I, I just, and what was she? And she was going to hunt for it? I don't think so. I don't. No, so. I don't know. You know. And 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 how can she? prove that her phone was hacked you know what they'll throw it out of court i would hope absolutely she's asking the court to block the items in the treasure chest from being auctioned off and to turn it over to her i just want to punch her in the face i'm telling you yeah be violent fat chance by the way the guy who found it um besides being a in-debt medical student in michigan also once worked as a journalist for the onion Oh, my God. Really? Isn't that the best? Oh, that's awesome. But now, I, where, where is his debt? Did he go to Michigan? University of Michigan? He's still there. He's in Michigan. I, well, it might be University but, of Michigan but he's laws. At the University uh, of Michigan. I don't know. It's a student from Michigan. It does not identify the. Your uh, brother his... teaches there, and I went there. It's my. It's my. I my, know. My, my, my the alma alma mater that I claim. Da 
Oh, I'm sorry. It's a it's wrong. a good song. It's a good song for it. It is. It's it the is. best. It's the best fight song. It was rated by a music department at some major, major university to be the best <laughs> of all college fight songs. I'm serious. Well, well it really Notre is Dame because it, it really best. gets Notre you. Was, it, it gets yeah. you going. It does. It's it, it, you know da, 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 da. It is. It's very um, absolutely correct. Okay. Yeah. Hey, we've got a bunch of emails to get in here. Uh, okay. Aaron writes, mispronunciation that drives me nuts. One of my pet peeve mispronunciations is Sally Wiggins. Oh, oh, don't even get me. Uh, don't even get me. <laughs> don't even get me. <laughs> and you know what I've done? You know what I've done? Since I've retired, and it is kind of rude, I upset this woman because she called me that. And I just, and I corrected her immediately. And she told somebody who was a mutual friend that I was that really rude, rude and mean. Aww. And and I'm like, I wasn't. I just have gotten tired. And she also interrupted me when I was talking very, very intensely with a young, with a young man who was like 11 years old. And she interrupted me. And she was the one who was actually rude. And, yeah. but people have a different perspective and, and I get it. And I should have be more gracious that even if someone does that, you, you, you have to be, you have to be gracious, but I just become very um, possessive of my name. It's, I don't, I don't, people think it's okay to mispronounce my name and it's not. Yeah. Does that make sense as you get older? I'm sorry. Well, it is you. It's yes. It's your proprietary. Yes. It's whatever. And, and, you know, that is, it's your name. And for God's sakes, you've been out there long enough that people should know there's not an S on it. I'm sometimes called Lynn Collins or Lynn Collin. I don't give a damn, really? frankly. I got so many names. No, I, you, you know, okay. Well, you so Keith writes, I have a lot of names, all of them awful. Uh, Sally's real name is Sarah, by the way. Which, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I, I love that name. Well, what people don't realize, and I've, I've, I've explained it to people, uh, um, and, and it's interesting, like when I sign up for some of these webinars and like I'm, 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 I give to Polar Bear International. Oh, Polar Bears are also on my, on my list. Oh my I God, please. Yeah, I, yeah. I, so I give, but anyway, so they know me as Sarah because when I sign up, you sign mm-hmm. up when you donate, you sign up with, with what your legal name is. And so people will. And then when I go on these trips, when you sign up at Sarah and I will tell them when they make the name tag, make sure you make the name tag Sally. But here's the thing. People in this region don't realize it. I think in England, it's more common. And in New England, it's more common. Sally is merely a nickname. Like yeah. Tony. And and, and, it is. and I've met, and this is really sort of rude. I've met people whose real name is Sally. And yeah. the first time I did that, and it was rude on my part, I said, Do you realize that your parents named you a nickname? And that's <laughs> so rude. I should be slapped. I should be, what do they call it? Big slap? Did I just say that on the air? I should be it's okay. I should be slapped for that. And but now people are telling me. That 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 parents are naming their children Tony rather than Anthony, and yeah. I guess it's okay if you want to use what we now old fashioned. 
nicknames as their names. Well, let's just cut to the chase, right? Because people get named something and then the name is never used. So why not go right for what people are going to end up calling them? If you're naming a little boy Anthony, but you know you're going to call him Tony, then name him Tony. I no, I, I I'm old fashioned. I like having a name. The, the name Sarah was after was named after a great grandmother, but I didn't look like a Sarah. I looked like a. I was really a big baby. I looked like a prize fighter. My mother said so. They said we'll call her Sally because well, they could have called you. A, you know, how is Sally a prize fighter name? Well, it's they better could. than Sarah. I mean, Sarah. They could have called Sarah's, you Bruno. You know, I. Joe DiNardo used to call me Sarah. Joe DiNardo called me Sarah. And one of my boyfriends. Uh, that sounds awful, doesn't it? Ugh. One of my boyfriends. Well, one of course my, you've had more than one boyfriend. What do you mean, one of your boyfriends? And, and he was he was a quasi fiance for about three months. Then we decided <laughs> not to do that. You know, okay, I'm had, let's not yes, of course. I think I can keep track. I'm going back to my email. All right. Keith writes, words I never thought I'd type, but it's 2020. Here is some of the words. Sally Wigan is spot on about porta johns. <laughs> <laughs> he says, by way of, you know, sort of padding that out. I scored tickets in the corporate hospitality suites for the U.S. Open at Oakmont that's, in 2007. That's exactly. That's exactly Is that where you I saw him? <laughs> so he says, when nature called, I ventured into the temporary restroom set up and thought, holy hell, this is nicer <laughs> than my home bathroom. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I was talking about. Those exact lines. Yeah, but that's not like the one that's parked outside of uh, uh, who who wrote that. Um, uh, yeah, Paul's um, Paul's house. That's not one of the fancy one. No, okay. no. Barbara writes. Here's another mispronunciation that drives me crazy. She says it's zoology. There is no zoo in zoology. It's zoology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 yeah, one of the O's is long, and then the next one is and short. Say, so, and, and you know why? I say I zoology say, too. I say zoology, and then at other times I say zoology. I do both, so maybe I need to to stop doing the zoology. I need to say you zoology. should do it correctly. Yeah, yeah. And I agree. Noreen, Thank you very much. Okay, Noreen writes. I wonder if Sally remembers when Heinz Field opened in two thousand one. She interviewed the Steelerettes at the new stadium, and the interview was to broadcast before the Monday night football game. It didn't air on schedule because it was the same week as 9-11, and everything was canceled. I think Noreen was in the Steelerettes. We we did, yes. I remember, and I remember exactly who the producer was for Steelers Prime Time at the time. Dan, I think it was Dan Schwartz or Schwartzman or something like that. He was really talented. And I remember where we interviewed them, and it did finally air. It did, but it didn't air. It didn't air. Yeah, in front of Monday Night Football. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty prime spot. Yeah. Jeez. And back then, Monday Night Football was on ABC. 
and ESPN right. had Sunday night football. Then, uh, I think a couple of years later, NBC, ABC let go because they owned ESPN. When ABC bought ESPN or Disney, well, ABC bought ESPN, then NBC took over Sunday night and ABC had ESPN, so they didn't want to be in football anymore. And so ESPN got Monday night football. And what people don't realize, um, uh, the Hearst Corporation, which is the parent company of WTAE, owns 20% of ESPN always and has never let it go. So we were able to take the Monday night ESPN game and put it on our air, but we had to preempt what ABC programming was. And ABC was not happy about that. So you put on the, you put on the game as opposed to whatever was airing on ABC. Yeah. And and the date, what the date would have been what nine, nine, what how long after nine 11. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would have been okay after 2001. I think it was in 2002 or 2003. Whenever, let's put it this way, whenever Sunday night football went to NBC, whenever, well, what they did, they bought what was ABC's Monday night football and moved it to Sunday night. And that's when NBC Sunday night started. Go look up when that happened. Well, I don't know, because I'm just saying, so if 9-11 happened in 2000, 2001. 2001. Okay, and and Heinz Field opened in 2001. Yeah, yeah. What is the Monday? I I mean, somebody has a calendar. So TAE, so all programming was about 9-11, I would imagine. Everything sort of got scrapped. Right, right. And TAE bucked their network to do, wow. No, 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 no. I'm talking about what happened over time. I'm not talking about 9-11. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, no. I'm just talking about that's how it all played out once once NBC stepped in, which I think oh, okay. was two or two thousand. No, 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 no. That's what oh, happens oh, when I don't listen. No, well, no, I wasn't explaining it. I, I wasn't particularly lucid. That is not true. That is not true. So <clears throat> let's see. We've done pretty well, haven't we? Oh my God, it's almost 11 o'clock. Yeah, have we not done well? And we did it. I think we well, did. Well, we haven't finished. I think we did. Yeah, yeah. I have a few things here, but they all like get a little dark, so I'm not going to get into it. So we do have, we'll I'm saying. Dark. I'm, I'm okay with dark. I love dark. No, we want to give, we want to give my audience a break. This show is so dark all the time now. It's unbearable. So here's a question. When you are watching all these streaming things, do you watch, here's a question to your audience. Do you watch dark or do you watch lighthearted? There you go. Okay, well... Okay, and wait. I, I have to confess. I, I have enough. There's, there's enough dark. There. There's enough dark in our lives. Why would you go and do more dark? But I, I, dark lighthearted doesn't fit my mood either. I, I think dark is. I, I, I do watch some romances. I do watch on Netflix a wonderful romance. It's based on a, romance, rom, a series of romantic no, novels. Okay. I, I like it. Okay, I'm gonna. We have a caller. I'm gonna let the caller in before we run out of time here. Hello. Hey, Lynn. It's Jonathan. Jonathan. 
you know, to sit here and listen to two women I have a crush on, boy, this is this is very difficult. This <laughs> is this is a Jonathan? Boring. Is this a Jonathan? I think it is. It is. Probably. How are you, Sally? <laughs> I'm well. God, how are you? I'm um, wonderful. Uh, Sally, you're so you're so terrific. And Lynn, I don't know if you know this, but when I was, I'm a little bit younger than Sally. We used to live in the same apartment building. I lived with my Yes, I do on, remember on this. Yeah, on Walnut. Yeah. Oh, my God. I but remember I remember one. one day I was getting the mail, and there was a little mail table there, and I saw Sarah Wiggin, and I thought, oh, I, I thought I knew, you know, a huge secret. Her real name is Sarah. I was just, I was dumbfounded. <laughs> but... <laughs> But it oh is. God, it's so a beautiful funny. name. It's one of my daughter's middle names, as a matter of fact. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, middle, but, oh I love that as a middle name. Yeah, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Sally, yeah. I'm remembering that apartment. And, and did you live on the first floor, but you walked way down to the end of the um, that main corridor, and you were on the left? Was I on the first floor? Is that the one? Is that the one that was close to where Highland comes Highland. into Walnut? Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I moved that was the last apartment I lived in until you don't I even remember house, which was around the corner. Yeah, I do. I, I don't know if okay. it was the first. It had these glass blocks that were like right. yeah. back from the fifties. Yeah. Is that right, Jonathan? Is that right? That's right. Yeah. It's um it's a late Art Deco building. There's a um, yeah. apartment building next but I'm really into Art Deco, so the the one next to it is Art Deco, but um I lived there from the time I was about three months old till I was 25. So I was basically a lifer there. No. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, but I, I love that. Well, you know, I grew up there. And as a matter of fact, it's interesting. My, um, well, interesting to me, there were a lot of kids when I was growing up in that building and they were all girls except for me. And ever since then, all of my best friends have been women. Always. It's it just, you know, set that in motion for me. Um, well, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's lovely. It's well, so hard to find. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you go. No, I was I'm the referee that. here, and you go, Jonathan. You've still okay. not gotten out what you want to get out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did. That was one thing. The other thing, as far as adding <laughs> the S to, to Wiggins, which it drives me nuts, it drives oh, Sally, you. your two biggest fans, Mikey and Big Bob. It drives them nuts when when people do that. Um, but uh, but it's a Pittsburgh thing. A lot of people say I'm going to the Giant Eagles. They will add they, a the and they'll say Giant Eagles. I have really? to tell you, Jonathan, it's you. not just a Pittsburgh thing. I live really? in the South. I lived in the South with my New England family. And I had been more, I'd been born in Michigan um, and I was always called Wigan there. So yeah. it's not just a Pittsburgh thing. And honestly, my, my grandfather once told me that in the man, in the New York, all the boroughs in the huge New York phone book, there were only two W-I-G-G-I-N without S's. Sure. Oh, the Wiggins yeah. is by far the more, it, that's, it, it's more that's a name yeah. you hear. Wigan, exactly. you don't hear. It's like someone yeah. forgot your ass. Wasn't there, uh, didn't Carol Burnett play a character, Mrs. O'Wiggins, with uh, Tim yes. Conway? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and there was an S on that name, wasn't there? I think there was. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. The Wiggins. Yeah. I can't but tell Sally, you how many one people day. have done that. I have so many questions for you, Sally. Lynn, you ought to let the listeners send in some questions. I want to know who your favorite, nicest sports celebrities were here in Pittsburgh. Some of the most you know memorable anecdotes from sports people and other people here in Pittsburgh. You got a lot of talking to do. Wait a minute. You're asking what? that with one minute left in my show? You're no, asking I Sally? Tell you, I will tell you, I will tell you my, I'll tell, I'll tell you my favorite. And I will start to cry when I talk about him because I would not have had the career I had without him. He was so kind to me and his wife is so wonderful. And um, my favorite of all was um, Dan Bruning. I loved him dearly. And um and I'm, I, I so regret they invited me. He and Pat invited me to come visit the ambassador's residence. And I never went. I, I should have taken the time to go because I've never been. We should ever. say that when he was he was made ambassador to England, I mean, to, to um, Ireland, Ireland by, um, by, by Barack Obama. Obama. Dan yeah. Rooney. He, he impacted yeah. so many lives. And, and I, <laughs> I have to recommend Jim, his son, Jim Rooney's book about his dad. It's excellent. Oh, anyway, so I answered it part. I partly answered it, Jonathan, but you made me cry. Well, yeah, for for a future show, I I would love to hear some stories like that. Some of so I get the impression you guys want Sally on again as much as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, that seems to be a relatively universal reaction. Okay, Sal, will you be willing to do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if this is fun for you, I don't want to. It has been, and I can't believe you brought up the treasure because we talked about that literally four days before I was sitting in the Minneapolis airport terrified that I was going to get COVID. You're going to get COVID, yeah. when When it really started badly, I was in Yellowstone with these amazing naturalists, and one of them was this guy, Kurt Johnson, and they started talking all about. Yeah, That's interesting. Yeah, it was fascinating. All right. Well, hey, Jonathan, always wonderful to hear from you. Thank you, Jonathan. Oh, and Jonathan, I just remember. Wait, 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 wait. Jonathan, wait, 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 wait. I have to remember this. I have been so remiss. Um, A lot of people, a lot of you sent me get well cards and to let me know that you were thinking of me. And it's a stack so big that I just, I told myself I was going to respond and I can tell I'm not. And Jonathan, I think you were the first one in and you're so sweet and thank you so, so much. And everybody else, thank you so much. And the other thing, Jonathan, I wanted to tell you is you have such awful handwriting. I couldn't even be sure what that return address was. Yes, I do. <laughs> Jeez. And it's getting worse. Oh, my God. Well, who wrote and I sort of handwriting? thought, well, I can't send him a thank you note because I can't read the return address. <laughs> You're well, right. You, you don't want to give the, the return address on the air. That would be bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. Of course not. Yeah. But, Sally, I know that you sometimes, you even a year later will finally answer somebody. Are you still that bad or do you still, or you give no, up like I do? I, 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 I will have to say this very quickly. 
I have massive bags of mail from when I was working that I still have. And I, one of my goals was to go through them all. And, and I, and someone said, just throw them away. You're going to be dead before you answer these. So I, 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 it's hard for me to let go that I was so horrible that I didn't answer them. Well, I have bags too, from when I adopted my son, I have bags I have bags for, from other things, too. And no, those are not going to get answered. Isn't that? <laughs> it is. People it is awful. It. I'm so sorry. What? Do people uh, do not? No. Is it? Is it? A celebrity. They don't expect it. They don't expect oh, it. Really? I just want to. Th- yeah. It meant the world to me to know that people were thinking of me. And also, in my defense, most of these came to city paper, not to my home, because you don't know what my address is. And, um, and city paper failed to bundle them all up and send them to me until just about four days ago. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. Well, but, but, but you know what? It, it, it doesn't mean that you don't answer them. It just, I, I'm a horrible progressive. It doesn't. It's my, it, oh. it, it is my worst fault. So anyone Who's listening? I'm sorry I procrastinated. There you go. There you go. And that's where we're ending because you just apologized. (laughs) The mea culpa hour has been brought to you by. (laughs) Very good, John. Appreciate it. I'm not surprised you got a stack. I love you and you're so loved. You you both are. So you're Oh God. Thank you. We're loving you right back. Thank you, Jonathan. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Sally, we gotta we gotta stop. We have to hang up. It's eleven oh it's eleven oh five. We need to stop. So I'm gonna hang up right now, okay? And you thank you so much. Bye. I love goodbye. Bye. It was fun. Thank you, thank you. I'm smiling, thank you. God. How long has it been since I smiled and laughed through a show? Oh gosh. All right, guys, we got one more for this week. I can't promise you will smile and laugh through it. Um, and I do promise that I'll have Sally on more because <laughs> that was uh, that was fun. And and I don't have to talk anywhere near so much. I love it. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. And have a good day. Bye. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.